Kevin Bowen here. Don't forget to listen to The Fan now on 93.5 or 107.5 FM. And check out our latest coverage online at 1075thefan.com. It's Peyton's time here on Kevin's Corner. Our annual award show is back. Joey Molinaro, Kevin Bowen. Three years running now, Joey? Three years, yeah. This is uh, year number three. Started off in tuxedos and I forgot about You know, that. haven't gotten yeah. back to there because we said, hey, we're not on TV. Right. Yeah, this is an audio podcast that on YouTube you just hear the audio. Uh, maybe we <laughs> might change that here in 2020, but um, one of our favorite podcasts of the year. I know the vast majority of our listeners probably know us mostly for Colts content. Um, we dabble in uh, some Pacers as well, but... We are uh, a station here at 107.5 The Fan, which covers Colts, Pacers, a lot of college sports, Indy 500 as well. So this is kind of our annual year in review, yeah. if you will, um, that we try to coincide with Oscar week as well. And obviously that happened on Sunday. So we'll hand out five awards today. Five big awards here. Um, actor in a supporting role, a.k.a. best role player. Mm-hmm. Best director will be the best coach. Best short film, the best play from this past year. And then the last two, actor in a leading role, best player. And best film is best game. Which is the big one? Is it actor in a leading role or is it best film? Those are the those are the those two are the big two. Ones. Okay, those so are the sit- ones that you wait till the end for. Best film is usually the last one. Okay, so let's go in that order. And um, you have posted these on Instagram. So yep. for those that have um, looking for, and we'll you know tell you the nominees and give you our choices on it. But uh, the Instagram comment section, it was rampant. There, there were a lot of people going back and forth on it. So head over to 107.5 The Fan on Instagram if you missed that. Joey made it's a on collage. Facebook too. Facebook as well? Yep, cool. Yep, yep. Um, so 107.5 as well. Uh, there and uh, check out that uh, the comment section has got a lot of back and forth going because I think as you will see and I know everyone's not going to agree with some of my picks I'm sure you, you will disagree as well Joey uh, there's there's some good debate there's some really good debate over the past year yeah just like the Oscars you know there's going to be some upsets there's going to be some surprises there's yeah. going to be some people who are probably really deserving that got it or didn't get it some parasite action here yeah. on the old on the old Peyton's yeah exactly so where do you want to start Let's let's kick off with the uh, actor in a supporting role. Okay, you want me to read these off? Yeah, yeah. You right. you you read off these nominees. We will break down each of the nominees, and then uh, we'll give our picks. Got it. All right, nominees for actor in a supporting role, the best role player, T.J. McConnell, Indiana Pacers. Sabonis, another rebound in the lane. McConnell. McConnell gets inside. Count it. No shot clock reset. McConnell beats the shot clock. Zach Paschal, Indianapolis Colts. From the 19 on first down, play fake to Marlon Mack and Brissett with all kinds of time. Throws to the far side of the field. The catch is made at the 40-yard line by Zach Paschal. Two for two on third down on this drive. Brissett looks both ways. Quick pass. That's complete. Going for the end zone is Zach Paschal for the touchdown. Peyton Ramsey, Indiana Hoosiers. Ramsey. Looking for six into the end zone. They're 
Sean McDermott, Butler Bulldogs. McDermott drives and scores. McDermott off the screen. Good reads into. Hmm. Oh, these are hey, these are some gritty guys. Yeah, some gritty guys in the best role player category. Um, you know, all four of these guys extremely deserving for their respective teams. Let's just start in order. TJ McConnell, you know, when he came here, Joey, I think people thought he'd be the third string point guard. Yeah. They're kind of like, oh, good, good veteran presence for Aaron Holiday. Mm-hmm. And he has turned into easily one of your most important players. And now that you have everybody back and healthy, it's TJ McConnell with a locked in spot in that second unit. And Aaron Holiday is kind of the odd man out. So you're seeing why he was thought of really highly in Philly. Um, Peyton Ramsey just... <laughs> He just kind of epitomized, I think, what a lot of people, well, A, he, he fits the mantra of coach's son. Um, I believe his dad is a high school quarter or a high school coach of Cincinnati Elder. Um, but how he handled losing a starting job to Michael Penix, the professionalism, all of that, um, you know, obviously coming off the bench and delivering IU to one of their best seasons they've had, certainly in my lifetime. Um, so a great, great season for Peyton Ramsey. Sean McDermott has really been a, a guy that's kind of epitomized development within your program, and now he's a fifth-year senior that's you know shooting over fifty percent from the field, and one of the best shooters in the Big East, and is given Butler just I think one of their more consistent players. When you know, Kamar Baldwin has been up and down at times, and they've dealt with some injuries as well, Sean McDermott has been Mister Reliable, kind of as that you know second, third, fourth option for Butler, and then Zach. Uh, Lastly, Zach Pascal, Joey. I mean, how many times do you hear NFL coaches talk about next man up? Zach Pascal just was the definition of that. In a, in a wideout group that literally had so many people fail, not meet expectations, get hurt, whatever you want to call it, Zach Pascal just did his freaking job and became the number one wideout mm-hmm. for a chunk of the season. Yep. So, um, 607 yards, five touchdowns, and 41 catches for uh, Zach Pascal last season. And this is a guy that, you know, people were debating should he be cut. Yeah. You know, back in August. And then he all of a sudden becomes one of your, arguably, your most important pass catcher, probably not named Jack Doyle this past season. I remember I posted on 107.5 The Fans Instagram and Facebook a, a picture of him right around roster cut date and was like, you know, trying to get some engagement. Will Zach Pascal make the team? That's right. that's where we were, and of course he did make the team. And like you said, he he became their guy. Let's let's hand out the uh, actor in a supporting role. Okay, I've paper. got uh, I've got drum roll oh, lined up here. Got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Give it to me. It's going. It's going. Okay. Yeah. Our winner for actor supporting role is Peyton Ramsey. Wow. Doo-doo. I don't think IU football's taken much hardware uh, away from the Paytons in the past few years. Hell, I don't think they've taken much hardware away from any awards uh, over the past X amount of years. But the guy that's named after the namesick of 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 these awards, yep, Peyton Manning, very fitting. He takes home actor in a supporting role, and he'll be taking that with him elsewhere. Yes, now. exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. A, a the, nice parting gift to him. Yes, the old grad transfer route for Peyton Ramsey. I thought really deserving, Joey. I mean, again, strong cases for these other guys, but you take IU, you come off the bench as a college quarterback, you don't get the starting job, 
not only do you come in, not only do you not transfer, but you come in and you deliver for that football team and lead them to an eight-win season. Peyton Ramsey takes home our first Peyton Award of the night. All right, all right. Let's move on to Best Director. Are we ready? Yes. All right, the nominees for the 2020 Peyton Award for Best Director, Laval Jordan, Butler Bulldogs. Hey, everybody that came in did such a great job, and our, our bench was tremendous. Um, so it's just, for us, it's just about, you know, just being who we are and, and uh, staying true to what we do. Tom Allen, Indiana Hoosiers. Our 11 versus their 11 for 60 minutes. You are prepared. Started a long time ago. You know what's going to take. We know what's going to take. 60 minutes of physical football. Our very best. They make a play, you flush it, you press on. We make a play, you flush it, you press on. Roger Pinsky, Team Pinsky. And Simon, I'll tell you, they've set it up here, all your driver friends and colleagues. Uh, the commitment when you walk through the door at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, I've never seen anything like it. Nate McMillan, Indiana Pacers. Well, Joey, when we did these nominees a few weeks ago, Nate McMillan looked pretty darn good. Yeah. Uh, I don't think the same can be said right now. Having said that, I feel like he still deserves to be on this list. Um, the losing streak that the Pacers are currently on. We are recording this the morning of their final game before the All-Star break. Uh, if they lose tonight to the Milwaukee Bucks, the Giannis-less Milwaukee Bucks, it sounds like, they will have lost uh, six in a row at home, Joey. Mm. They haven't done that since 1985. That's insane. I I wasn't even a thought in 1985. Um, you were probably a, eight years, ten years away from being a thought. My right? mom wasn't even in high school. There you go. Boom, right there. Um, been quite a while. Having said that, this is a team, Joey, that's still overachieved without Victor Oladipo, and I think that cannot be forgotten. They were, what, 30-17, and 17, I think it was, without Victor. No one thought that was going to be the case. And then you throw in the other injuries. You know, Brogdon missing time and Turner missing time and Lamb and, and, and even um, some of your bench guys missing time as well. I think Nate McMillan deserves to be on the list. Tom Allen, you know, kind of doubling back off what we said about Peyton Ramsey, Joey, winning eight games for the first time since 1993. You know, we can argue about the strength of that schedule and whatnot. IU won games in the Big Ten that they don't always win, and that is deserving of being on this list. Roger Penske, what a year. Um, The sweep in the month of May with Simon Pagino winning both uh, the Grand Prix Grand Prix, Grand Prix if you're from Martinsville, Grand Prix if you're from Simon Pagino's hmm. home country, and then obviously coming back and winning the 500, which I have a feeling there'll be a few more um, nominees via the 500 on this. And then, hell, he just bought the damn IMS. Yep, big year. Big year, and then Laval Jordan. Uh, people thought, you know, could he be on the hot seat coming into the season? Butler was not picked high at all in the Big East, and as we sit here right now, you got to think they, they have a strong case to be a top four or five seed in the NCAA tournament. So uh, this, in years past, Joey, I think this has been one of our harder categories. Uh, maybe not the same depth this year, but still some guys that have some pretty good years. All right, drum roll. All right, and our winner for best director goes to the captain, Raja Penske. Very nice. When you said that he bought the IMS after having the year they did, that kind of sealed the deal. Yeah, we probably could stop there. Yeah, uh, He had a pretty good resume before that. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden he makes really one of the biggest purchases this city has ever seen, the state has ever seen, and one of the more notable moves that the sports world 
has ever seen. So, um, you know, I, I, I think that you couple that with the remarkable history he's had as an owner in motorsports and the consistent winning of championships that his drivers have had, particularly in, uh, in IndyCar, uh, Roger Penske is a very, very deserving winner of this award. And I can't, I'm sure I, not the only one, I can't wait to see um, how his kind of footprint over there at IMS, how that uh, evolves over the coming years. All right, on to our next Peyton category. Best short film, best play, the nominees for this. I love this category. It is, yeah. It's fun, it's fun looking back on some of these. Jacoby Brissett's escape from Von Miller and his pass to T.Y. Hilton against the Broncos. Oh, Brissett breaks away somehow. Looking downfield, Brissett delivers, caught. What a play. Brissett to Hilton. Simon Pagano passing Alexander Rossi in the 2019 Indy 500. Pagano gets a good run coming off turn four on Back directly behind. Alexander Rossi. Honda versus Chevy on the front straight. Pagano right. goes to the outside. Right. He might have it. Pagano's got the lead. Victor Oladipo's game-tying three-pointer against the Bulls in his return. Now Oladipo has it. Hutchison. Here's a long three by Oladipo. He's back. He's back. Ladies and gentlemen. He's back. And Malik Hooker's one-handed interception in the end zone, week one against the Chargers. Rivers, end zone, intercepted. Picked off by Malik Hooker, and Hooker back up the sideline. What a pick by number 29. Boy, some great, great plays here. I, I love the variety that this category offers yeah, as well, yeah. Joey. Um, you know, if we extended it past, you know, four nominees – we probably got to throw in a Kamar Baldwin game winner against yep, yep. Villanova. Um, these are some outstanding plays. Let's start. I think the best pure play might be Hooker's pick against the Chargers. On yesterday's uh, Kevin's Corner, we talked a lot about Phillip Rivers. Phillip Rivers complimenting um, Malik Hooker after that play I thought was hilarious and just – one of the biggest compliments you could get in the fact that Rivers is like, oh, no, I saw him. I knew he was there. I didn't think he could get there. Oh, yeah. And Rivers tries to, you know, thread the needle in there, which you know, Colts fans are probably like, yep, that's why we don't want him. <laughs> uh, Emily Cooker, just that one-handed go-go gadget arm, just so smooth. Smooth, man. That, that, that was a 15th overall pick by Malik Hooker, unfortunately. Um, for the Colts' sake, it did not lead to a victory on that day. Uh, the Oladipo three ball from deep, I mean, that was 28, 30 feet against the Bulls in his comeback game, in a game that he really struggled. But as he said afterward, he had a bit of a Mamba mentality just a few days after the tragic passing of Kobe Bryant and those others in the helicopter crash. Oladipo makes the clutch play that we're kind of used to seeing out of him. Again, I know the Pacers haven't been very clutch as of late, but uh, that is a play that um, he showed early in his tenure when he came here from Oklahoma City. So that's a sentimental value sort right. of. Best moment. On yeah, you know, kind of the Hollywood script sort of thing. The Brissett to Hilton play, you had a lot of levels to it, Joey, because like you said, it's the Von Miller escape. It's under two minutes to go. He still keeps his eyes down the field. The throw and the catch 
We probably don't talk enough about that. I mean, a, a frozen rope right on the sideline. T.Y. Hilton gets away from Chris Harris, who he couldn't get away from for so much of that afternoon. And then the uh, Colts ended up driving down the the field and winning the game. If they had if they had like the win probability, you know that ESPN does or oh, whatever. Yeah. So if they had the win probability for when Von Miller had his hands on Jacoby oh Brissett, <laughs> it would, the Colts would probably be at about zero, maybe I mean definitely less than five percent. Oh, and then it, zero point zero. Yeah, I mean at, like, and then not even five seconds later, it jumps all the way up to. I don't know what did you say seventy five eighty percent. Yeah, something like win? that. Because I mean, you're you're all of a sudden you're near in midfield. I think the next play, Denver, I think got a roughing the passer penalty or something like that, yeah. or a late hit, and yeah, it, it changed in a hurry right there. Uh, and then the Rossi Pagano back and forth. You know, Pagano makes that last pass with I think like three. I, I thought a little less than three, maybe. Um, because I don't think Rossi had enough time to get back to him. But that was the back and forth, you know, down the stretch between both of those guys. And, like, I mean, think about it, Joey. Those are the two kind of peaks of their sport within that month. Pagano being the pole sitter that year had led so much to the race. Rossi is a guy that is known as, I think, kind of the best driver, per se, or one of the best drivers on that circuit. And you had this kind of mano a mano of a – you know, turn the clock back 15 years ago of a Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson, back nine duel at the Masters. Like, it's hard to script something yeah, better than sure. that, and both of them going back and forth. So, uh, again, some just great, great theater, I think, in all four of these uh, nominees. All right, here we go. Drum roll. Best short film goes to Jacoby Brissett and T.Y. Hilton for their hookup against the Denver Broncos. Wow. You're giving me a wow. Would you have given it to someone else? No, that makes sense now that I think about it because all that went into it, like you said, Hooker, incredible play. Week one, though, they lost. Vic, great moment, but the play itself. It's the Bulls. Yeah. It's a deep three. Well, you know, yeah. but yeah, that the most incredible play, best short film, I, I would have to agree. And, you know, the Colts aren't going to take home a lot of hardware um, from the Paytons this year, which is unlike previous years when they when they took home quite a lot. But um, I think it's very deserving. There's three elements to the play, Joey. Again, it's the escape, which mm-hmm. is like a 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. The throw, which is like a 9.8 out of 10. And the catch, which is like a 9.8 out of 10. I remember asking Nick Sirianni, the team's offensive coordinator, uh, a few days after that play of like, What's the best element of it? Is it the throw? Is it the escape? Is it the catch? And he was just dumbfounded. He's like, I have no idea. And you rarely see all three. Jacoby purely escaping that play would have been hell of a play. He sure. would have Throw avoided it away and you're still like, wow, exactly nice avoided a safety, avoided the game being over at that time. So I just think the elements evolving multiple players. Um, I think that's why that was a uh, a very deserving winner for a best short film. Congrats to Jacoby and T.Y. Hilton on that one. All right, we're getting down to the nitty-gritty here. The nominees for the 2020 Peyton of Actor in a Leading oh, Role, Best go. Player. Demonis Sabonis, Indiana Pacers. And so the Pacers have a seven-point lead. Sabonis! Oh, yeah! Yes, he got him on that one. Embiid's not here, but Pell took that lesson. Woo! Big Q, Quentin Nelson, Indianapolis Colts. With Quentin Nelson at fullback. Nelson trying to get in. No signal yet. And it's a touchdown. 
Jamar Baldwin, Butler Bulldogs. Five, Baldwin. Step back for the win. Simon Pagano, Team Pinsky. The short shoot. Clear by two. Rossi's going to have a massive draft on Simon Pagano. Into the home stretch. Less than half a mile. Simon Pagano sweeps him up the May and wins his maiden in the 500. Hmm. <laughs> Boy. I will say this. Outside of the... the these guys aren't going to have very long acceptance speeches, all these guys. you know. <laughs> I think Pagano might have the longest one. I know, exactly, with, with the uh, little, uh, what's the guy's name in Ricky Bobby? Oh, man, I know. Uh, Jean Francois. Something like that. Jean Vandeveld. Yeah, right, right, right. Frenchie. Um, you know, I think Sabonis, Joey, I think a couple of years ago, he won our um, actor and supporting role. Yep. So if you talk about the involvement of him, he sure. might say an all-star appearance is more important. He might say this is more important, right. being a nominee. So let's start with him. Uh, just had his fourth triple-double the other night. Like I said, now an all-star. Um, it's not his fault that they're on this street, this losing streak. No, he, sure. he's he's giving you everything. And he continues to do it on a nightly basis, the most consistent player on this team. And for a team that doesn't have a lot of offensive firepower, you know the Pacers ranked dead last in the NBA and free throws attempted. And three points attempted. Yeah, not going to work in no. today's game. But Sabonis, again, he gives you such an offensive presence that it, it, you kind of make up for it through him. So an incredible fourth NBA season, fifth NBA season for DeMontis Sabonis. So he's deserving on here. Simon Pagano, we talked about earlier, the May sweep, got the pull for the 500, um, you know, all of those things. Kamar Baldwin, just that clutch factor. And we talk about it so often, guards win in March. I mean, Butler is not a top 15 talented team. Uh-uh. They're a top 15 team this season because Kamar Baldwin has been so damn clutch. Second halves, end of games, final minutes. You just kind of clear out and let and let him do his thing. And then Quentin Nelson. Second straight year as an All-Pro. Um, he said he had a better year this year, Joey. Said this was a better season for him. Well, it's good. Uh, but scary good. Fine-tuned his technique a little bit. Um, so, yeah, I thought Quentin Nelson, he's the Colts' best player. You know, I, I, Darius Leonard, you know, getting back to, uh, was he second team, I think, all pro. Uh, you know, great as well, but still, Nelson is this team's most consistent and their best player. Sure. So uh, those are our nominees for actor in a leading role. All right, who's it going to be with the drum roll? All right, we're going to go back to IMS, and Simon Pagano will take home our actor in a leading role. Well-deserved. Well-deserved, you know, sir. I think a couple of reasons, Joey. I get that Simon Pagano didn't end up winning the season series in points, but May means so much for that series and the dominance he had. Um, I think he was on the poll for the Grand Prix. I can't, I can't remember off the top of my head, but... Winning both those races, two different races, vastly different races, and to have control of that race for as long as he did after not winning in 2018. You know, there was kind of some some talk of, you know, should he continue to be on Team Penske? And he quieted all of those doubters with his May performance. Sabonis, Baldwin, Nelson, you can make compelling cases, Joey. 
not enough winning for Nelson. Um, Sabonis, probably the same reason. Baldwin, you just like to see a little bit more consistency throughout, you know, games. He, yes, he's played, I think, at an all Big East level, but maybe isn't at that all American, you know, kind of first team, second team level. So this is a little bit of a tougher category. Um, and I know some people in our comments section will probably disagree with this, but uh, we'll, we'll go with uh, yes. <laughs> most, a lot. Pe- most, most people will. <laughs> I'm looking only one comment out of like 31 for Simon Padrino. I don't know if our IndyCar fans are over on Instagram. This is true. But the guy did make a great point. So it's hard to top the Indy sweep in May. That's what I'm there saying, you know? And, and, again, it comes down to the consistency and the winning. Um, yeah. Nelson, no. Sabonis, maybe. Baldwin, just not enough consistency. So, um, yeah. Congrats, Simon Pagano. Second win for Team Penske so far after Roger Brings home best director. Our final category, KB, the nominees for the 2020 Peyton Award for best film, best game. Purdue versus Virginia, 2019 Elite Eight. Jerome, short, back tap, a race for it, into the hands of Clark. Got a chance to win it here. Up the front, it's Diakite for the win. Colts upset the Chiefs on Sunday night football. Damian Williams is the back. You got the fullback Sherman in there. And he will not get there. Justin Houston makes the tackle. Pacers beat the Lakers at Bankers Life Fieldhouse. Pacers tied with the Lakers at 102. Great move. Got that rim to protect. And number seven has put the Pacers in front in Indy. And the bucket game at Purdue with IU winning. Ramsey, QB keeper, gets the push. And Indiana has won the Old Oaken bucket. Double OT, right? Yep. Double OT game up in West Lafayette on that just terrible weather afternoon. Mm, so bad. But it was a thriller. That game was wild. Were you there? I was not. Okay. Um... Joey, this dates back a year. That's why we conclude Purdue, Virginia. I know some people might be like, wait, what? You know, we yep. did the Peytons last February. Yep. So how can you not forget that game? Well, let's start with the bucket game. Um, again, not the intrigue of like, both teams got to win to get into a bowl. You didn't have that this year. But you still had a rivalry game and a very competitive football game. And... You know, if IU had lost that game and then gone on to lose the bowl game like they did, that puts a little bit of a stain mm-hmm. on a, you know, besides that, a, a really a, a tremendous season for sure. the program. And, um, you know, Purdue made a big comeback in that game. They were down throughout. Uh, I took Purdue plus seven in that game. I was just hoping for a cover. <laughs> so, uh, overtime got, got me a little nervous there thinking, oh, my gosh, if they kick a field goal and then have a pick six to end it. But yep. that's the uh, degenerate gambler. In my mind, Pacers beating the Lakers, that was LeBron. Yeah, he wasn't load management that No, night. no, no, no. LeBron played in that game. Again, that was the Pacers without Victor Oladipo back in December, uh, getting a big win and some competitive, um, competitive really throughout uh, the month, month of December, and that was before Victor Oladipo getting back. So the Pacers win there. Uh, Purdue, Virginia, Joey. Um, Don't want to talk about it. Yeah, I um, one of the best games you'll ever see in the NCAA tournament, bar none. Still hurts. Um, 
actually went back and watched the highlights of it yesterday. Just incredible, incredible shot maker that Carson Edwards did. Um, oh, one of the best games I've ever watched in terms of performances I've ever watched. Yeah. But. And, you know, Kyle Guy, you know, from a local standpoint, made some huge plays in that game. And, and obviously the finish of that game with Key Clark to uh, Diakite and forcing overtime, it, it's just it, – it's still a stunning game to watch. I I found myself pausing the YouTube video yesterday being like, wait, Purdue doesn't win this game right here? He catches the ball here and has the mindset, the frame of mind to do all that. It's – Yep. It's incredible. Uh, and then Colts Chiefs Sunday Night Football. You know, Joey, one of the better regular season wins we've seen from, for this franchise in quite some time. Go back into Arrowhead, win in prime time. Mm-hmm. I know they didn't have Tyreek Hill. I know Mahomes is banged up. But still, that that defensive performance on that Sunday night, that was unbelievable. And, you know, that was the peak of the Colts season, really. They come back from their bye, and they beat Houston to get to 5-2. and two, And then it went downhill from there. But still, um could this team beat elite quarterbacks? Could this team do it away from home? They did do that uh, on one Sunday night in uh, early October last year. All right. You ready? Yes. All right. And our last award for best film goes to Purdue, Virginia, Elite Eight. Yeah, no doubt about this one. No brainer. The easiest award we have maybe ever handed out on the Peyton's best film goes to. Uh, it will be no solace for Purdue fans or you. Well, maybe UVA fans, but they went on to win the national title. What more can you say? Forty-two points for Carson Edwards. Ten of nineteen from three. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of forgot Purdue had a lead in overtime too. Oh yeah. They choked it away multiple times. Yeah. But they had to come back. You know, Kyle Guy hurt his ankle late in that first half. He had a couple big shots there early in the second half. And the story of Virginia as well, of losing to the 16 seed and then running through um, the entire tournament and just the amount of thrilling games they played starting in the in the Elite Eight through the national title was uh, was amazing to see. And Carson Edwards became the first most outstanding play most outstanding player of a region since Steph Curry to do it on a losing team and deservedly so just, i mean just uh a a performance for the ages i will never forget watching that game kind of where i was that that sort of moment in Louisville a lot, lot of Purdue fans in the Yum Center that night and um heartbreak to say the least oh yeah for sure, to see Purdue the way they lost that game, and then they like turned around their first football game of the year. They lose to Nevada on some wild seventeen point blown mm-hmm. lead as well. Yep, that's that's been the life. Not know? to end it on sour note, the Peyton still in all in all seriousness, one of the greatest NCAA tournament games you will ever see. Yep, for sure, and that's why I took home the award. There we go, five awards for the Peytons this year handed out. Um, sometimes we've handed out costume design in years past. We need more flavor. We need yeah. more jersey flavor from the state of Indiana. Um, I do like the Pacers jerseys a little bit better this year. The uh, the Same. the white the white ones. city yep. ones. Um, I do like those better than uh, than last year. So again, our annual Oscars. Check them out on the Facebook, on the Instagram. Um, I sound like Bill Belichick talking about social media. <laughs> um, yeah, third it, year running, man. 
Good Third stuff. Year Congrats to all the winners. Yes, uh, you can take home your hardware. Uh, DM me for that, and I will make sure to get that to you <laughs> um, as soon as possible. He's Joey Monero. I'm Kevin Bowen. Hope you guys enjoyed our abbreviated version of Kevin's Corner. We will be back next week with normal programming here. Have a great weekend. This has been Kevin Bowen. Thank you for listening to another edition of Kevin's Corner. If you haven't already, subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher for the best Colts and Pacers coverage.